0: Welcome to the K Hole.
1: People are dying. <laughs> we are going to be covering Oh, I should. My name is Ashley
0: <laughs> and I'm Taylor.
1: <laughs> I never remember to introduce myself on any podcast.
0: <laughs> you know I have noticed that. <laughs> and I thought I thought as I was going through our opener, which by the way, I don't think I've ever been able to say without laughing. Um, but as I was saying that, I was like, maybe I should just immediately introduce myself so that Ashley remembers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I almost did.
1: I, I I kind of did. But so we're back after a little hiatus and we're covering season 11, episodes one and two of the new up, Keeping up, up, up with the
0: Kardashians. <laughs> Thank God we're back. Finally. <laughs> Um, yeah, I so the start of this season is really weird because um, it was what like three weeks ago that season ten B ended. Yeah, yeah. So and they you know, did
1: they rebranded
0: in they, a really seriously? big way. Yeah, in literally within those three weeks, so much has happened. First of all, second of all, the entire brand has just totally like. I feel like the Kardashian brand, in terms of, like, celebrity gossip culture or, like, celebrity culture has really progressed to, like, Kim and Kanye type shit, you know, like, Mm Balmond whatever. Yes. But, like, Keeping Up With The Kardashians was always sort of the, like, last vestige of, you know, Keeping Up With The Kardashians circa 2008. Yes. And I I really think that they took those (laughs) three weeks to just get everything on the same page to really like spring cleaning in the fall you know what i mean yes
1: they'd been using that same word art opener for 10 mm-hmm. seasons and they were like we have to stop here 10 is where we draw the line
0: exactly I... it was some some type of like new age numerology shit that courtney probably brought up to ryan seacrest <laughs> and it was like listen 11 is a number for change <laughs> we need to do this and Chris was like yes my child
1: Chris was like, yes, we have to cut Caitlyn out of the opening sequence.
0: Caitlyn, Rob, you're out. <laughs> Chris Jenner's new nose, you're in.
1: <laughs> I did also notice, though, that the order, because now it's like there's that weird EDM music, house music playing, and it. Which
0: I hate, but it's so on brand.
1: Yes, and it's got that super modern font. It looks like the way all of their apps look. It's got that same like stark black and white design. And then it has like they're rotating and like little figures one at a time. But I noticed the order goes Kim, Chloe, Mm -hmm. Courtney, Chris, Kendall, Kylie.
0: Ooh. So
1: it's not by age. Nope, nope.
0: Is it by? It's an order of who people care about the most to lease with Chris kind of just thrown in there in the middle so that we don't forget about her. (laughs)
1: they knew people would just turn off the tv if they ended with chris
0: exactly um also i feel like there's really something to be said that they're standing on rotating platforms yes. um yeah it's i honestly thinking about it the opening title sequence their selfies their apps like they all have the same aesthetic Mm-hmm. yeah how That's weird so true. i love it um but so I mean, we've I guess we've kind of gone right into this big change on the show, but there's also been a lot of changes in their real lives. Oh, a yeah, a lot happening.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, let's do a quick real time recap. We are gonna gloss over a lot of stuff because so much has happened,
0: guys. It's been a hell of a few months for
1: them. A few weeks. Yeah, actually. it's been like four weeks okay so obviously we're gonna start with the big news which is um lamar odom is still in the hospital following a stroke um chloe has been at his side she has called off the divorce but she has gone on record as saying she's still dating james harden but Mm -hmm. she is making lamar's medical decisions she also got a staph infection and then hosted thanksgiving dinner if you believe her instagram (laughs)
0: ashley do you believe her instagram
1: (laughs) (laughs) i do not believe that a woman who was on bed rest mere days before
0: set up that whole spread here's the thing though chloe kardashian is so wealthy we literally cannot comprehend how much money she has in her bank account I would honestly not be surprised if she had some magic rich person doctor who like came to her house with a magical vitamin shot, some weird like like twenty seventy eight like antibiotics or whatever, shot her up in the butt and was like, You're good to go. you have forty eight hours. get this done." <laughs> Like, that was just enough time for her to prepare for that one Instagram photo.
1: Yes, I'm willing to believe that. I'm willing to believe that. Uh, Moving right along, Scott checked into rehab either slightly before or the day that Lamar was hospitalized, depending on which reports you believe. He has since checked out of rehab. It looks like he was in for about three or four weeks. He's allegedly still in outpatient treatment. Um, He has been seen dining with Kris Jenner. One of my favorite two sims on the show. Absolutely. Um, he has also been spotted out and about with Courtney. TMZ is saying they're on the verge of reconciliation. He has also booked a one oak appearance, appearance for New Year's Eve. So
0: so I guess we'll see whether or not they're going to get back together um, after this one oak appearance.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: See <laughs> I, how that sticks. Mm, see, like, on the one hand, I know that doing, like, Appearances and hosting parties and things like that is a, is a big um, source of income for Scott. But on the other hand, um, if you just got out of rehab, maybe stay away from clubs.
1: Because that has not worked out after any of his other rehab stays.
0: Yeah. For, or like, that kind of behavior has not worked out for anyone trying to get sober ever. Yep. But Moving. hey, best of luck to him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: no. We want to see Scott happy and healthy. We obviously want to see Lamar healthy too. You know. Yes. Said. Um moving right along though to other on and off couples, Kylie and Tyga broke up and got back together within the span of forty eight hours, during which period Tyga also dropped a distract diss track on Kylie.
0: Yeah, I mean a couple things here. One if you choose to believe Kylie's Snapchat, they didn't actually break up, which was like, I don't like why did Kylie do that? This is why she's last in the title sequence. <laughs> because she doesn't know how to rein it in. Like Chris probably Ooh. had a plan to get this all fixed. Like they probably broke up. Chris was like, yes, e-news, we're gonna confirm this. Which I mean like we all know e-news is like sort of the trusted source for Kardashian approved news. Mm-hmm um so they probably went through that and then kylie was like jk mom i'm back together with my pedophile boyfriend and chris was like okay don't say anything give it a week and then we'll come out and we'll spin some story and kylie was like nah like i'm just gonna post it on snapchat and deny that we (laughs) ever broke up everyone needs to chill oh my god kylie's never gonna be second
1: kylie needs to love herself
0: she needs to love herself she needs to get the fuck off snapchat and she really needs to think about where she wants to be on the title sequence yes yes
1: (laughs) second build on the title sequence doesn't have a deadbeat pedophile boyfriend living in their house exactly
0: exactly um There was also,
1: there were some screen caps of some Uh tweets that allege that um, Tyga sold Kylie's Ferrari while she was in Australia, but I think those tweets were shopped. Oh, yeah. Because they were not, not on Kylie's branded voice. (laughs) Um, True. Last bit of news, Kim may be delivering early within the next few weeks. She's... A little over eight months pregnant now she's officially over the scorpio husk so or cusp so her child would be a sagittarius if she goes all the way through full term her child would be
0: a capricorn so so okay what i i don't know anything about astrology Mm -hmm. um what do those three things mean okay i literally couldn't remember what sign i was up until like six months ago when i started hanging out around our friend nick more often (laughs) so um
1: (laughs) i want to say that there's a kardashian capricorn but i can't remember who it is but essentially just to give you the highlights scorpio's very passionate very jealous very intense um sagittarius i'm a sagittarius all that needs to be said. Capricorns <laughs> Capricorns, very hard working, really boring. That's what I have to say about Capricorns.
0: Alright.
1: But have but like a,
0: no go go ahead.
1: Chris Jenner is a Scorpio. Caitlin Jenner is a Scorpio. Kendall Jenner is a Scorpio. Whoa, really? Yes. Actually, Lots I of Scorpios believe it. in the fam. Chris is like textbook Scorpio.
0: Damn. I I think we should have an episode like during one of the a hiatus or something where we have our friend Nick on the show and we just talk about the different the signs of the Kardashians.
1: He's already agreed to do that. Like he's ready to go and we are.
0: OK, well, <laughs> what are we waiting for?
1: <laughs> All right. But stay tuned to see. uh where the new baby lands on the uh, Sagittarius Capricorn cusp.
0: This is so exciting. Have we? Do I'm... we have confirmation on the name Easton? We don't.
1: Oh man. There's a fake out in this episode where Kim is like, "What should we name the baby? Maybe we should name it." And then she gets cut off and doesn't give us the suggestion,
0: which is <laughs> Which is Kim. what they did.
1: Yeah, which is what they did with North is they never revealed the name
0: damn well thank you for that uh that uh summary of all the crazy shit that's been happening in the last like month and a half to this family what a wild time they've really had i feel like i say this every year but this last this past year especially has been a hell of a ride for them
1: actually i was just thinking a year ago would you have believed any of the stuff that happened to the Kardashians.
0: No, like from Caitlin's
1: transition to like Courtney and Scott breaking up to like what happened to Lamar to Kim exactly. being pregnant again. Oh my god.
0: I still think back to just a year ago when rumors were going around on TMZ, on ONTD, everywhere about Caitlin's transition. And I remember the conversations we had about it. Like, do you think it's for real? I don't know. Do you think it's for real? maybe
1: (laughs) and the Kardashians being so cagey about it
0: yep yeah I
1: mean understandably but to the point where it was like it was very like either you're really hiding something or like you're, you're prepping for a ratings grab
0: exactly but yeah a crazy year for this uh this wonderful family um this episode as we mentioned, we're going to be covering the first two episodes of season 11, um, just getting right into it after our pretty long hiatus. <laughs> but a lot happened in this these two episodes. Um, a lot of it was really just emotional arcs, I think. there. Were, I, I feel like normally there's a little bit more of that sort of crazy antics and Chloe like slapping people's butts and things like that. Um Yeah. These two episodes were kinda heavy. They were kinda real. Mm-hmm. So we've got a lot happening. Um as we mentioned, there's a new title sequence. Turn in a new page on keeping up with the Kardashians. Great music, only the girls are in it. There's no more do 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 um <laughs> Just really just going in on that rebrand. Yes. Um, In these episodes, Courtney and Scott are trying to work through their separation. Uh, Courtney handles it so far really, really wonderfully. Mm -hmm. She is really putting their kids first and um, really making it clear that she does want to co-parent like as a team, but that Scott needs to get his shit together and... I really feel like her pettiness in this breakup is very minimal. Yeah, Scott is a mess. Nah. He is in such a sad place right now, and it's awful. I just really, really feel for him. But I also, I more than I feel for Scott, I feel for his kids.
1: Yes, one hundred percent.
0: Yeah. Um. Throughout this, Chris is surprisingly really trying to be supportive but still really pushing for court to find a new man to fill the gaping hole left in her life by her um addict boyfriend of like a billion years <laughs> slash father of her children um Corey Gamble makes a useless cameo and is a total dick to Courtney uh, yeah to Courtney about the breakup um why is he here Courtney's reaction was all that needs to be. I mean, so he he they're eating and they're talking about um, the breakup or whatever. And Courtney says, like, I'm not going to get in another relationship for 10 years or something. And he goes, 10 years. There, there are kids in that house. There's there's <laughs> yeah. men. You got males in that house. They need to be raised by a male. You know, they need to be raised by a lion. And Courtney literally just like stone cold stared him down from behind her sunglasses, and I yes. was so proud because what other response could you give that stupid ass statement?
1: Yes, and then Courtney makes a not Courtney, Corey makes a damn fool of himself trying to get that bee that no one else saw.
0: He ruins the meal. <laughs> yes, no <laughs> manners whatsoever. There are people sitting there, and you're gonna slap them in the face with a freaking. Freaking napkin, whatever the hell it was.
1: Absurd. They're, like, trying to sell Chris and Corey as, like, a real couple. And I, based on his presence alone and lack thereof, I do not buy it.
0: Not at all. He is boring. They have no chemistry. He is the IRL version of the annoying neighbor in the sitcom. He's fucking... Kimmy Gibbler, whatever the fuck her name is from Full yes. House. Oh my God. Right? That's why are so you true. here? Corey yes. Gamble, why are you here in front of these cameras? Just kidding. I know exactly why you're there. <laughs> um, so, moving on from that, Kim, once again, this season forgets that she is literally a multimillionaire married to another multimillionaire. Um, and decides to move back in with her mom for a few weeks while construction is done on Kimye's house. Um,
1: a few weeks is six months.
0: Yes, that's what that ends up being. But she's insisting in the show that it's just for a few weeks. Just for a little um, bit. <laughs> so she she asks her... Well, first she asks Chris. Doesn't so much ask as as tells Chris, hey, by the way, I'm moving back in. Um chris says well isn't there anyone else you could live with because flashback to how long ago was it like two seasons two years yeah uh when kim was living with chris and it was a total freaking nightmare
1: i this is one of the few times that i've ever really felt bad for chris oh yeah because kim really did take over that whole damn house
0: Mm -hmm. and that is a huge house Mm mm-hmm yeah, so Chris is like, Is there anyone else you can move in with? And Kendall flat out was like, No one is living in my house. And Kylie said, You're not staying in my house. If you stay in my house, I will literally stab myself. Which tells you how bad of a house guest Kim is. True. true.
1: Yes. Let it also be said that there is a huge rental market for celebrity houses in LA like I understand
0: I don't know if you guys have heard of this young company um, but it's called Airbnb it's really taking off even Nick Jonas rented an Airbnb for Thanksgiving so if it's good enough for Nick Jonas Kim it's kind of good enough for you
1: yeah there is Um, there is like a rich tech billionaire out there Who's spending the winter in, you know, a summer Cabo. home. Cabo. Cabo. Yeah. Rent their house. That's just all you have to do, do.
0: Save your family the trouble. Save them the money that they're going to have to spend on Botox to get rid of the wrinkles from all the stress that you were causing with this unnecessary burden. And just rent a place. Anyways, other Kim highlights, she literally talks about their brand on camera, which mm-hmm. is a bold move um yeah great great moments for kim in in these couple of episodes um we also have chloe working through some body image issues as she considers doing the cover of complex um kim is a total jerk about these issues yes and it's so weird to me that when someone and i there are two scenarios so It's weird to me that when someone tells you, I have body dysmorphia, that you would respond with like, no, you look great. So there's two, there's two situations here. One, in which Kim is just an asshole with no compassion for her poor sister. Two, Kim does not know what body dysmorphia is. (laughs) I don't know which one is worse. But uh, so we've got that going on. Then we also have Chloe going to Australia to do a press tour for the kids line that they started. She's super exhausted because she's picking up all the slack for Kim, who's pregnant and Courtney, who is going through her breakup with Scott and trying to really focus on her kids as Mm -hmm. a good mom should. Courtney is such a great mom. I say this every time, but Courtney is a great mom. Um, other things happening in this episode, you have the kids trying to support both Chris and Caitlin uh, mm-hmm. in the aftermath of the Vanity Fair article, which Chris was not a fan of. Um, and Caitlin, as she receives the Arthur Ashe Courage Award, um, which that speech that I remember watching it on the ESPYs this past summer. Yes. It was that was a great speech. Um, it, anyways, was. And it was
1: so powerful to see absolutely. all 10
0: of Caitlyn's children there. Mm hmm. Anyway, so we have the kids trying to support both of them and stay out of the fray with that whole conflict. But of course, Caitlin and Chris, queens of pettiness, put Kylie and Kendall in the middle. Caitlin refuses to speak to Kendall after they decide to go have dinner with Chris after the ESPYs. Um, And Kylie and Kendall have really petty fights while they are stressed out by their childish parents. And I think those are the the major points from these two episodes. A lot happened. Um, Yes. (laughs) There's, like I said, these are a couple of really heavy episodes. Definitely.
1: And these are also really real issues that were, like, playing out in the public eye as Mm -hmm. they were happening.
0: So I feel like this season, more than any season before deals with issues that they would otherwise rather not have on the show but because of who they are and because of the machine that they have built they have no choice but to film it and and include it in the show definitely i
1: mean it's interesting also be to think about when um kim and reggie broke up because that was not on camera in the same way Mm -hmm. literally kim did a a talking head segment and said reggie and i aren't together anymore Mm -hmm. that was it
0: well or even think about how for how many years or all the years that they were sort of feeling that tension from Caitlyn mm-hmm. over her desire to transition or you know and how they were kind of just like holding that in and Kim walking in on her wearing a dress and all these things that happened that just like were not at all addressed on the show that now it's just sort of reached that point with everything that Mm -hmm. it has to be on the show and it's I feel like this is the simultaneously the most like tightly controlled season that they've had yet but also sort of the most uncontrolled one because they can't really just not talk about these things
1: yeah I could see how the kind of aesthetic rebranding could be a reaction to kind of the way their stories are spiraling out of control
0: oh absolutely I definitely see that. Um yeah, it's it's really strange especially just because with the Kardashians you have this sort of it's almost like a like a simultaneous like split screen view where you're watching all these things happen in real time in real life. Lamar, the breakup, everything. Things you're sort of watching as they progress on TMZ, on E. Um, without getting the full story as you simultaneously catch up on the backstory behind everything that you were watching, you know, three months before, six months before. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like these two timelines (laughs) in this family's lives that you're like participating in. And it's a really, really strange experience.
1: Yeah, it is very surreal in that sense. And again, especially because the storylines are so heavy and there's not a, like, Kylie and Kendall spilled spaghetti sauce on the carpet Mm -hmm, storyline going mm on.
0: Yeah, remember when, like, a huge storyline in one of the episodes was, um, what's his, Brody babysitting Kendall and Kylie? Oh, my God. And them dancing on the pole? Yes. And then Brody inviting his grown-ass male friend over to see it and them encouraging them.
1: That's terrible. I <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that that happened, and that is awful. Right? Like, that must have seemed okay at the time, somehow.
0: It did seem I remember watching that and thinking, like, this is so hilarious. These little girls are so dumb. But now, looking back... And, you know, having witnessed this Kylie and Tyga situation unfold, I'm like, that is weird. That's a weird... If I were to walk in and see some of my little cousins spinning around on a pole, I would not call a friend over to watch. Nope. No. <laughs>
1: like, I... Like, that would... In this day and age, like, that scene would have just been cut from the show. Oh, 100%. <laughs>
0: Um, but that was
1: still in the era where like they were accompanying Kim to nude shoots Mm -hmm. Chris was doing that weird nude shoot with the American flag Mm -hmm. like very different day and age for the Kardashian brand absolutely it's kind of of like two ends of a funnel like in the beginning there was a lot of oversharing but kind Mm -hmm. of about nothing they Mm -hmm. kind of tightened up and now there's like a release
0: again Absolutely. It's been a really, up until this point, it's been a very gradual shift. Um, but I think everything with Caitlyn's transition just sort of put everything into into um, overdrive. It, mm-hmm. I think that was really the first time when they had something that wasn't completely in their control and perfectly timed. And I think a lot of it is just all of it really is, was because Caitlin didn't want her transition to be like that i don't think she wanted it to be a part of that machine Mm -hmm. um but i'm really i'm really loving watching how they adjust and how they fine-tune their their whole shtick Mm -hmm. as this progresses and as more and more happens and they become just so so ubiquitous to like I, I feel like every year I'm like, wow, they're everywhere, and then the next year I'm like, no, it's gotten even crazier.
1: Especially with like Kendall and Kylie blowing up over the past year.
0: Oh yeah, can like, we talk about that for a second? Yes. <laughs> what the
1: fuck? And they were doing such different things. Like yeah. whereas I think like Kim and Courtney and Chloe have all been like very closely closely associated with each other, mm-hmm. though Kim has been a singular figure. Kendall and Kylie are doing two very different kinds yes. of fame.
0: See, I think Kim has. De- I think you're right that Kim has been a singular figure, um, but I still, I do think that with the three older sisters, all of their businesses, all of their projects have been together. Really, you know, with the exception mm-hmm. of the the video game, really. But they have the. Um, what's it called dash the stores they have the clothing lines they have the mm-hmm. hair lines makeup everything yeah and um, they all do that together even if kim is sort of out there kind of her own beast in the world um but with kylie and kendall i think chris started them out thinking that they would have that sort of same model mm-hmm. and it really has just not been that way yet all
1: they are doing i mean they're doing you know
0: another pack Sunline and stuff like
1: that but totally. but that's
0: not their main their mm-hmm. main thing like for three older sisters that's really how they're making a lot of their money i think is yes through the things they do together with kendall and kylie i think a lot of their money comes from the things that they do apart Absolutely,
1: Because Kendall is being very aloof and we're not seeing her very much in the show as -hmm. she's like rebranding herself as a supermodel as part of this like kind of teasing version of fame where like you don't reveal a lot and therefore make people interested in you or what have you. And Kylie is doing really the opposite and being very open with her life on Snapchat. Mm
0: -hmm. Of all places, that is such they're just so uh what's the word i'm looking for they're like the essence they're they're so like emblematic of people born after like you know like 1997 yeah you know 100% just all over snapchat like cannot remember a time when everything wasn't digital mm-hmm. um it's I, and I say that being someone who, like, really can only kind of remember a time when things weren't all online.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, like,
0: I definitely have memories of not having a computer, having a computer, but not really using the internet. Like, up until the point when I was about, like, 11 or so, like, the internet slash computers weren't at the center of everything. Right. But these girls who were only really, I mean, like, three or five three to five years younger than us Mm -hmm. are just growing up in a totally different world the way they relate to the world relate to each other and to fame like what it means to be famous is so different
1: right and it's interesting it's interesting because i think they both are following this urge to like control like their image and like what Mm -hmm. is out about them in the media but Mm -hmm. we've seen that backfire on kylie with mm-hmm. the Taiga breakup and, like, divulging that they've broken up and then, like, backtracking on Snapchat because it's not going through a press release system.
0: hmm Yeah, it's... And it's also just so strange because they are really the first generation of people in terms of celebrities who have had that presence on your screen since Mm -hmm. their childhood and not like oh like Shirley Temple in a bunch of movies when she's six years old like no like their real life you know quote-unquote real lives on the screen being filmed as the people they are and like being able to watch that progression and then sit here in 2015 and really (laughs) dissect these this like 18 year old girl's like persona and like mental state Mm -hmm. with and reference her her childhood when she was like nine um it's so bizarre super super strange um how do you feel about this rebranding though um you mean besides like the show's aesthetics or yeah like the show's aesthetics like this whole move to just be because I think that the show is really r- reaching this point where it's so um, tightly controlled in so many ways and, like, like everyone watching it knows, like, this isn't just them, like, having conversations. These are, like, restaged moments and, like, carefully curated um, conversations and moments from their lives that they're choosing to present to us. I feel like they're really reaching this tipping point where it's going from, like, reality tv that you sort of suspend your disbelief for to just like enjoy and participate in to almost being like borderline like a, a new type of like scripted show do you know what i'm saying
1: yeah i i feel like i do i feel like um this the aesthetic rebranding is really speaking to like what chris has been trying to achieve over the last few years mm-hmm. with all of their appearances at paris fashion week every instagram she's ever posted with
0: (laughs) any designer ever (laughs) um fucking stupid obsession with carl lagerfeld yes
1: (laughs) (laughs) um and it is really like it's their move from like reality star to like famous for being famous Mm -hmm. um because again reality star comes from i think a high level of openness with the public like that was why like Mm -hmm. the jersey shore was popular right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and they want to really rebrand um to a higher level of fame um that is less accessible that seems more exclusive
0: Um, i feel like they're really embracing the whole famous for being famous thing in a way that they never were able to before
1: yeah yeah and i definitely think that's due in part to kylie and kendall um because it's effortless for them Mm -hmm. there's no like no one is posting pictures of kendall and kylie like cleaning out paris hilton's closet yeah
0: you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) they don't have that like they didn't have that experience um i mean you know say what you want about them but kim really was like putting in her work before Mm -hmm. the the show blew up Um, yeah
1: dude she was at paris hilton's beck and call for years
0: which in in 2004 made total sense like that was the move to do back then like kim is really fucking smart yeah i don't think people give her enough credit for that like it's 2004, you really want to be famous, you don't really have any like talent. So who do you spend your time around? The only other person on the scene scene who is like ridiculously famous for doing nothing. Yep. Paris Hilton. That was and a th- really good move.
1: And the thing that I think is so smart is she didn't tie herself to Paris at all. Because right now Paris Hilton is like DJing in Ibiza and like that's it like she's incredibly wealthy don't get me wrong but the Paris Hilton brand didn't age well it like was not ready to adapt at all Paris Hilton
0: was Kim Kardashian's LinkedIn she was a networking tool for Kim
1: 100% but Kim really transitioned from like sidekick to like C-list reality star to B-list
0: socialite to a-list do you remember when kim used to try to tell people that like her thing like was being a stylist like that was her job yes Ah, her style (laughs) pre Kanye
1: was so atrocious so awful like even for the time it was bad
0: that was like i feel like her sense of style was like the epitome of like super hot girl in like early mid 2000s who like could literally wear anything and look good
1: yes you know 100 there were definitely growing pains when kanye took over as stylist Mm -hmm. but they've got it down now absolutely and now it's no longer like oh like yellow dresses are in and like here's some pictures of some celebrities like wearing yellow dresses and kim happens to be on the list it's like kim kardashian like set a trend Yes. And there's also going to be an article saying, like, look at this terrible thing Kim wore. But she's getting way more notoriety by, like, riding that line.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, Can we, for for a moment, talk about um, this whole Kendall and Kylie situation being in between? Yeah, with Caitlyn and caitlin refusing to talk to kendall at the SB's. or after the speech i guess yeah um that is how not to handle a separation like 101
1: yeah i just can't imagine being 66 years old this is your ninth child out of (laughs) 10 children
0: and Caitlin you decide, has ten kids that's so fucking crazy
1: if you count the kardashians if you don't count the kardashians it's only six but it's your ninth child out of ten and you are that petty <laughs> don't you have like you know not counting the kardashians you have four other kids you could talk to four other kids you could go hang out with and i mean like i don't think it's fair that chris made them feel like they had oh, to absolutely go out to dinner with her because yeah. yeah totally it should have been like all about Caitlyn, but like what kind of parent are you to refuse to speak to your
0: child exactly i and that was the other thing too that i was thinking about watching this episode with everyone feeling really guilty about supporting Caitlyn on her night and i it was just yeah like i understand that chris is going through a lot. They all are. I understand that Chris is hurt and like unsure about this next chapter in her life as evidenced by her decision to date Cory Gamble, anyways. Um, like I get it. But this is the person who helped raise your children. Yeah. Like Caitlin Caitlin was the fa- like the father figure for All of Chris's kids.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, So I don't... How could you just expect your kids to then cut her out over a mean article? Over some mean things that she said about you in a magazine? It's just so... Like... I don't know. I I can understand her being hurt by some of the things that Caitlin said in the article. Mm -hmm. But... You can't just, like, turn that around and be like, listen, like, I really need you kids to support me on this. And, like, make them feel guilty for wanting to maintain that relationship with their other parent.
1: Chris has all, like, through and through made this whole transition about her, though. Absolutely. She has acted like Caitlyn, like, acted like Caitlyn, like, cheated on her. And then, like, took like up Caitlyn with the other this person. She actually, on, person, or on yeah. purpose. But she acts like it was uh, to spite Chris. Yeah.
0: Basically. She acts like Caitlyn only started to transition to hurt her exclusively for that reason. Um but I uh, that's just not how it works. And you know what, honestly, even without that the transition from what we see on the show and like whatever in the tabloids, that wasn't a happy marriage anyways. So
1: many of the storylines up until Caitlyn transitioned were like, oh, poor Caitlyn. Chris is like neglecting her. Chris is like not letting her have access Mm -hmm. to her money. And the thing is, Chris has to sign off on that on some level. She's the executive producer and she's Mm -hmm. the agent for the hugest stars on the show. Mm -hmm. So on some level, this has been brought to her attention.
0: Yeah. Then, I don't know, like, I know that they tried to sort of, like, retcon the, oh, Chris doesn't let Caitlyn spend her own money with, like, well, Caitlyn was in a lot of debt when she got with Chris. Yeah, because she was in a horrible emotional place when they got together. And sometimes when you're really depressed, you do stupid shit, like spend a bunch of money on things that you don't need.
1: Yeah, and also, they have endless money now. Exactly! Caitlin is not going to spend away their life savings. Although, I do remember that episode where Kim was shopping to the point where allegedly she almost couldn't afford her house anymore. But oh shit. I also don't
0: believe that. Um, me, no, like, I mean, up until her transition, every storyline was either poor Caitlyn, Chris doesn't appreciate her... Da, 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 da. Or it was ha ha ha. Stupid Caitlyn is so useless and old and dumb. Yes, those are the two storylines that she got.
1: Never uh, forget when caitlin moved out of the house for two days and Chris didn't No notice. one
0: noticed. Oh my god, <laughs> that would have. Oh, can you imagine if you just left your house and none of your housemates noticed? No way. I no that'd be awful
1: i'm not related to any of my housemates and that still like wouldn't happen
0: right (laughs) jesus if i don't call my mom for two days she freaks out like that how does that happen anyways um other things that were happening in these two episodes Malika was there again. they're still trying to push us to watch Dash dolls, which is just Malika not gonna got happen.
1: her own talking head segment. Mm-hmm. She's the only non member of the family to get that. Usually, you have to like have a kid with a Kardashian or be married to a Kardashian to get a talking head segment
0: yeah it it truly is a testament to how badly they want us to watch Dash dolls. <laughs> has that been canceled yet no not yet has it been renewed
1: i don't think so but also like what did malika say she was literally like yeah chloe doesn't take time for herself we didn't need a talking head segment for that
0: no we didn't they just wanted to remind us that she exists
1: um i also want to point out so this is mostly in the second episode i feel like the chloe going to australia storyline is really emblematic of these kind of after school special type episodes that they do mm-hmm. where like something's wrong there's no lead up to it there's no <laughs> prior <laughs> episode to refer to to be like oh yeah this has been a problem for a while it's a problem that crops up in the episode and then they resolve it by the end but it's always kind of the fault of the person who f- who's being affected mm-hmm, unless mm-hmm. it's kim it's always like like chloe has to do talking head segment where she's like yeah i should like stick up for myself more that's not like her sister should also just like be better to
0: her also i one moment i do want to talk about that was actually really funny was when the reporter or whoever asked um asked chloe like, what are your some some of your favorite looks that you've worn in, like, 2015? Which is, like, such a weird quest- question to ask. Like, mm-hmm. oh, let me get out my book of looks. Um, <laughs> but then <laughs> Chloe responds, um, I don't know because I can't think of any. And then is it says something to the effect of, that's why I wish my sisters were here. Because when one of us doesn't know how to answer a question, the other will pick it up. Which was so cute. I thought that was really cute. And it takes (laughs) to how well they work together.
1: Yeah, they have talked about that before, how they kind of answer questions for each other. But also, like, Chloe was giving no fucks in that moment. Oh, yes. Imagine if that had actually been printed. Oh, yes.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Well, I mean, they probably... Reporter probably knew they were going to be in the scene. They were like, okay, listen, yeah, this. what's yeah. going to happen? You're going to ask her this question. She's going to say this. Um, but I will say that despite the the fact that her sisters weren't really being considerate of her like needs in terms of just time and energy and just emotional needs, things like that, I do think that the three older sisters support each other in a way that Kendall and Kylie do not
1: yes Um, although kim is not always supportive of either chloe or courtney
0: yeah not always but i do think that it still is more consistent that they really do rely on each other and help Mm -hmm. each other in a way that kendall and kylie just don't like they yeah i think we've really seen this season and last season as well um sort of the the drifting apart of that relationship in terms of working together and really being each other's support as they just increase their profile.
1: Yeah. I mean, we saw them do the ESPYs red carpet together, but I don't think they really did much for each other. Mm -hmm. They were like, oh, we're going to do it together and support each other, but I didn't really...
0: if you remember back to to 10B, um, there was that whole thing with Kendall doing the carpet for Balmain and H&M. Yeah. Uh, and telling Kylie, oh, yeah, we're going to, like, take pictures together because Kylie was nervous and freaking out because of questions about her lips and, and their dad. And mm-hmm. um, then Kendall just kind of, like, ghosted. I was like, sorry, yeah. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I yeah, I don't know. I i feel like kendall is low-key the one who's taking caitlin's transition the hardest and i can I'm, see that yeah but i i don't know if that's valid or if that's just because she has really consciously been distancing herself from the show slowly um i mean they're really trying to
1: sell us on kylie taking it hard but I think there's definitely a tangible difference between where Kylie was with the transition mm-hmm. in 10B and where she is when we open on season eleven.
0: So I honestly I think that they're trying to position this as a thing, frame it as Kylie having a really hard time with it because Kylie is the one who's more involved in the show and mm-hmm. we see her more and frankly it just makes better TV because she's there. Whereas if it was kendall's the one having a hard time with the transition it wouldn't be as it it wouldn't be good tv because she's hardly on the show she's always traveling for work Mm -hmm. and when she's there she's just there for a couple of scenes and like one or two talking head like uh cut scenes so i i i feel like irl kendall's the one having a tough time but for the show it's kylie just because it's it's more entertaining That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And
1: I do also want to point out that it seems like since, you know, between 10B and season or between really the talking heads segment for 10B and the talking heads for season 11, which we can assume were filmed with some distance between the two, it seems like there has been some kind of PR sensitivity training. Um, Mm -hmm. about like trans pronouns like we hear caitlin or we hear chris referring to caitlin by caitlin and using she her pronouns no
0: actually in this episode chris when they're at dinner refers to caitlin with uh he his pronouns
1: but then during the talking head segment Mm chooses she she, her i just think that by the time they were filming the talking head segment they were getting the backlash. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha.
0: Yeah, because I well, I think that the kids have been even like before they filmed the talking head segments. I think that the kids have been more conscious and tried to be tried to be more sensitive about the transition. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think Chris really wasn't making that much of an effort because in her mind it, this is all about her, and I'm right. sure there is some sort of a small amount of spite there and just really trying to hurt Mm Caitlyn by using the wrong pronouns Mm -hmm. um, which is just horrible and like the ultimate form of pettiness but you know it is what it is Um, I I feel like now is a good time to transition into our power rankings for these two episodes
1: yeah let's go for it I do also want to say though kim pushing courtney chloe to do the complex shoot and kim saying that she called complex that is not something that kim does i don't even know if it's a job for kim's assistant i feel like kim's assistant might have outsourced that
0: to someone else's assistant chris is chloe's agent that had to have gone through chris somehow I don't also I mean Kim is just so into her own thing. I cannot imagine her sitting in Chris's bathroom one day and being like, "You know what? I think I'm going to get my sister a photo shoot." Also, <laughs> Chloe Chloe doesn't need Kim to get her photo shoots. Chloe is really fucking famous. She can get her own photo shoots.
1: Can you imagine Kim Kardashian being on hold with the receptionist at Complex <laughs> being like, "Oh yeah, I'll hold." No, not happening. Also, let's remember that the opener of the second episode is Chris not knowing how to use a condom. Oh, my God. Just really, like, hitting that old, like, like Chris got her groove back button once
0: again. Yep, yep. Hitting that Chris has six kids and now we know why button. Yes. Uh, <laughs> can we okay we have to talk about the fact that chris invited chloe oh i just had an epiphany oh my god okay so in the episode i think it's the second one um chris invites chloe to come with her to a trip a weekend getaway i was it to santa barbara
1: i think so with or maybe malibu
0: somewhere some weekend getaway that she was going on with Corey, her useless boyfriend. And she invites Chloe. She's like, I really think you should get to know him. You should come with us. And Chloe was like, I'm not going on your weekend trip with you and your boyfriend. Because of course she wouldn't want to. When couples do that, it's because they want to go have sex in some exotic location. I think, I think that the reason Chris invited Chloe is because she, for got that that's what real couples do when they go away for the weekend yes because Corey is not her real boyfriend that is not a real relationship he might as well be the motherfucking mailman (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Uh, wow
1: really that was a really astute observation
0: thank you thank you um (laughs) anyways that was another thing that stuck out to me um, while watching this. It's just weird. Even if it was a real relationship, I think... I. It's just weird. I don't, Why would you invite a child?
1: Okay, he is 35 years old. He is dating a 6-year-old woman. Mm-hmm. Courtney on Instagram the other day called him a grandfather because he kind of is.
0: Damn. But Ooh. also,
1: he is not... There's something, like, he's not a 10. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it seems like, like, Chris could do better in a certain sense if she wasn't aiming for the, like, younger than my children demographic.
0: Dude, even if she was, even if she still wanted to fall in that, oh, I'm dating someone who was born, like, way after my kids thing. The, like, super cougar move. She could still do better. She could still find a better looking dude. She could still find a dude with a real job. She could still find a dude who actually maybe sometimes occasionally wanted to fuck her. Yes. Yes.
1: But Corey Gamble, social climber extraordinaire, offered himself up for this role. And that is what I believe.
0: If she had just been patient, and I think this is a testament to how just really, the extent to which this whole separation, divorce from Caitlyn has really knocked her off her ass and thrown her for a loop. You know, normal Chris, Chris at 100% would have seen right through this Corey shit and been like, no, I'm going to wait. I'm going to give it two weeks because I'm going to find someone better. Oh, my God. But Chris was not in a great place. She was feeling vulnerable. She was feeling insecure. She was angry. Corey Gamble knew it, preyed upon that weakness, and she (laughs) jumped on that. She was like, yes, PR relationship, I'm so down. Let's do it. Okay.
1: That is real as hell. Also, I just Googled Corey Gamble to once again familiarize myself with like what his vocation actually is. And there is a headline from the Daily Mail on November 19th of this very year that says Chris Jenner wants to marry Corey Gamble. Let's Chris. see how this pans out. Let's keep an eye on this in the future. Chris. Because apparently they're wearing engagement rings.
0: Chris, you are two for two on the divorce front you are 60 years old live your life hit that Stella. Stella got her groove back button go to fucking sandals jamaica have a ton of senior <laughs> citizen sex be a real cougar find some real young dudes who are cute and into you and yes. live that lifestyle you do not need to get married girlfriend
1: also, did you see that there's like a clip of like coming up on this season where Corey and Chris are talking? There's a lot of Corey in the like coming up on this season thing. Um, but there's a scene and he says, I'm always going to take care of you. You're always going to be my baby. Corey, you are a sugar baby.
0: <laughs> you can't take care of her. <laughs> she will never be your baby. <laughs> you will always be the baby and every sense in every sense cory oh man also it's 2015 i can't believe there are people out there like still named (laughs) cory i mean he should have just changed it yeah that's like up there with the name chad (laughs) you know your name like psa if your name is cory or chad change it just change it it's 2015 it's done
1: but Corey is settling in to stay from the promos for the upcoming season to the recent Thanksgiving photo where he clearly has an arm around Kanye and maybe an arm around Caitlyn.
0: Maybe. I. N- whatever. I'm just so over this Corey, dude. I'm ready for him to take him in- take his exit.
1: Actually, I see his other hand around Kris Jenner's shoulder. Whatever. He's still next to Caitlyn.
0: He is Who? sliding right in there. Who puts their arm around their partner's shoulder in a picture that's not how you do it anyways (laughs) power rankings guys (laughs) should we should
1: we count up from the bottom
0: i mean yeah yeah that's a great idea um this is not gonna surprise anyone uh at the bottom of this this power ranking list uh the useless cory gamble you know i think i feel like part of the reason why i c- hate him so much is because i can i can it's just so obvious that he just wants to take advantage of this family mm-hmm.
1: that he's been cast in this role
0: yeah it's uh it's so annoying whatever but he
1: can't even like do the scott thing and like bring something interesting to the table
0: exactly like he doesn't, like, even he doesn't have a, a stick yeah like he just says like really stupid sexist insensitive shit <laughs> to courtney and like ruins meals with with cloth <laughs> yeah. napkins it was a fucking bee. if you really wanted to get rid of it you could have just like fucking like swatted it away you didn't have to ruin the whole meal <laughs>
1: and like as everyone knows if you just let a bee do their thing you're not gonna get stung attacking the
0: bee is how you get stung exactly and you could just tell that that meal was not supposed to end that way because everyone just like gave him this look like dude you went so off script and ran away as he (laughs) awkwardly stood there trying to act like yeah yeah i'm committed to this i'm committed to fucking beating the shit out of this bee with this cloth napkin awful Corey gamble cut it out get off of this show that i love you're the least powerful person in this in this whole whole thing <laughs> um who do we have above cory
1: I wanted to say just above Corey, but it's there's there's a sizable gap between yeah. Corey and Chris Jenner.
0: You know, in uh, in seventh grade science, when they make you learn how to make graphs, um, mm-hmm. did you ever do that thing where, where it was like, OK, well, if your graph is going to start at like a thousand instead of zero, you have to put that little squiggly line on the yes. on the X, Y yes. axis, Y axis, Yes. i feel like that's what i imagine a little squiggly line between cory gamble and chris
1: because we can't even visually represent the distance between them exactly on this power ranking exactly. chris is literally wiping cory off of her shoe as she enters into the house of pettiness where she resides <laughs> in this power ranking
0: <laughs> tyler perry's house of petty <laughs>
1: um, but she you know chris really tied caitlin for pettiness but she also did not win an award for her activism mm-hmm. so therefore she is ranking just above her boy toy cory gamble
0: yes and we have caitlin as we mentioned just above chris tied in the pettiness race She did win the Arthur Ashe Courage Award. She looked amazing doing it. Um, But still very petty. Very whack with the way she was treating her children. For that reason, Caitlin, I'm really sorry. But you are technically third to last, but really second to last on this power ranking list. True. (laughs) 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 And then
1: pulling in just above Kendall uh well above Caitlyn and I gave it away Kendall <laughs> <laughs> with her lack of presence which could be construed as a power play but,
0: but she doesn't the, dressing.
1: the dress thing because she got told by her younger sister
0: again I have to stress it is her younger sister who put her in her place um and then above Kendall, we've got Chloe, uh, coming in kind of in the middle. Yeah, pretty much in the yeah, middle, middle of this list. middle of the list. pack. Um, yeah, four out of eight. Yeah, she, she went through a lot in these episodes. She, why is she in the middle? What it, what was? She um, got
1: stuck going to Australia despite yes. not having children.
0: She did give no fucks during that interview. Which I guess is why she's not lower,
1: she let Kim force her into doing a complex shoot, but she
0: did look great doing it exactly uh so yeah we've got we've got Chloe just in the middle of the pack, not really any not a power player in the these episodes, but not really you know not really falling behind there, just kind of chilling living her truth
1: <laughs> and then. Climbing right above Chloe on the power rankings this week is Kylie, who threatened to stab herself if Kim moved into her house <laughs> and then <laughs> told told Kendall off for attempting to borrow a dress.
0: I have to tell you, I am not usually the biggest Kylie fan. I don't want to say I don't like Kylie because she is 18 years old, but I do. I am mm-hmm. I'm worried about her most of the time. Yes. I have to say the I will literally stab myself moment. Incredible. Pete Kylie cannot wait to see her progress as she enters the world of adulthood. I feel like she's really going to give us some great sound bites as the years progress. Um, And above Kylie on the power rankings this week, we've got Courtney. She showed so much strength in these episodes. She did not give a fuck about Kim's opinions. She is a great mom, is going to be a great co-parent. But ultimately, she is still second on this list because she's Courtney. She's still Courtney. She's amazing, but she's still Courtney.
1: She still drank that disgusting, warm avocado drink. Exactly. She's
0: the oldest she's the oldest child and she's still like third on the opening title sequence like
1: yes it's still Courtney very true and then coming in at number one Kimberly Noel Kardashian West as always telling Kris Jenner that she's gonna move into her house telling Chloe she's gonna do a sexy photo shoot trying to tell Courtney what to do about Scott and getting like no, not not halfway there. Trying. Trying to assert some
0: dominance over that situation. Absolutely. In my notes, I have power rankings. One, Kim dash pregnancy power. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were talking before we started recording, and I told you, I really think that pregnant Kim is just the perfect balance between post and pre-Kanye Kim. Yes. And it's just it makes for amazing television. She is I I know she ha- she being pregnant is really rough for her. She has a lot of health issues whatever. But mm-hmm. Kim is truly at her best on the screen when she is pregnant.
1: Yes. Oh my god. I will never forget when the family went to Greece when Kim was pregnant with North and she didn't get a storyline. She just looked uncomfortable in every single shot.
0: She is so powerful when she's pregnant i can't even it's just is are all women like this when they're pregnant i don't know courtney certainly is very powerful when she's pregnant that's that's true i think honestly i feel like courtney is one of those people who's like born to be just like this powerful like maternal person 100 percent um, but yeah, Kim is just amazing when she's pregnant. She is just so entertaining and charismatic and uncomfortable, and it's this—it's a perfect combination. I love pregnant Kim. Yes.
1: Should we talk about our favorite moment, courtesy of Craig- pregnant Kim?
0: Oh my God! Yeah, we should. Yeah, okay. we should. <laughs> Can you please set the scene?
1: Yes. Okay. It's a family gathering of sorts. We've got Courtney. With Penelope on her lap, Mason is playing. Other sisters might be there. I don't remember. They're not important. Just pretend they're kind of in the background. Mm-hmm. And we have Kim and North. And Kim is relaying this story of telling North about the North Star. <laughs> and she tells us that North then said, oh, and there's a Mason Star and a P Star. Because, because she's a
0: beautiful, wonderful, caring generous child exactly who doesn't understand (laughs) astronomy and who doesn't understand who she is honestly (laughs) (laughs) and then Kim thinks that it's appropriate to
1: continue that story by telling Courtney and her children how she corrected north and said Mason and Penelope don't have stars (laughs) there's only a north star (laughs) (laughs)
0: okay two things so much is wrong with that one the fact that she decided to keep going with that story and finish it to Courtney and her children and basically tell them no it was so cute she thought that your kids were as important as her Secondly, it is so fucked up that her child had this beautiful, beautiful reaction. was like, oh, look at my cousins who I love, also in the sky. Whatever, we're yes. all together. And Kim was like, no, 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 babe. rein that in. They don't matter. You matter. Only you get a star. What a thing to teach your child. How Kim <laughs> has, was that? like a that? sibling coming.
1: That is not how. You prepare a child to have a sibling <laughs>
0: how kim was that though
1: that Ooh. was peak kim <sighs> that was kim hitting chloe with her purse over the bentley
0: exactly that oh is that God. moment was peak kim pregnancy power that yes that was that was everything i feel like we should start doing a segment where we like we have power rankings, and we have a separate ranking for like how much pregnancy power Kim is throwing around in every episode.
1: Yes, I think it's appropriate.
0: Yeah, she's only going to be pregnant for so long. We really have to capitalize on this because there's not going to be another one.
1: Yeah, this- she's about she's like five five ish months pregnant in this episode, mm-hmm. four months,
0: and she always said she wanted a girl and a boy. So this is probably the last Kim pregnancy.
1: Yeah. I mean, thank God because I would not be able to take losing
0: Kim Kardashian West. <laughs> <laughs> so real. Yeah, so that that was our favorite moment. I what a great moment. Honestly, I was not the biggest fan of 10B. I thought it was kind of boring. I thought they just kind of like threw it in there to make sure to a fulfill their like episode order and to mm-hmm. be not let us forget about them mm-hmm. this season i think is off to a great start i really like what i'm seeing yeah
1: and we have so much more to look forward to that weird grad party that K- chris threw for kylie mm-hmm. and kendall and chloe yep. <laughs> and then the blurb for kim's storyline in the next episode is kim's pregnancy cravings take her halfway around the world but it could be putting her at risk
0: <laughs> yep, I love the, I love the, like, so, backstory my mom got diabetes each time she was pregnant. She had, I don't know, pregnancy diabetes, whatever it's called. Gestational diabetes? There you go. <laughs> pregnancy diabetes. Um, <laughs> so, but, you know, like, when she got it, it was like, okay, you have this, you have to be careful, you know, insulin, medicine, whatever, take care of yourself, cool. This The promo where Kim is like... Um, I might have diabetes. And it cuts to Chris looking at her with her like, I'm Chris Jenner and I'm concerned and I'm yes. a mom look. Being like, your life could be at risk. I died, dude. I fucking died. I was like, Chris only makes Chris. that face.
1: Chris only makes that face where Kim is involved. <laughs> if it was Courtney, she would not be at that appointment. She would get the call at lunch with Corey Gamble and she would hang up and finish her salad.
0: I can literally... No, she wouldn't even be at the restaurant. She'd be in her black Escalade with, with Chloe in the passenger seat. <laughs> Courtney calling on the Bluetooth. Mom, I just went to the doctor. And they told me that I could have diabetes. Okay, okay, Courtney. Courtney, I'm going to have to call you back. Okay, Kim... Kim has this contract that I need to get to her right now. I will call you back. And then Chloe's in the passenger seat like, Chris, I can't believe you just did that.
1: (laughs) That is a that is like a real scene that we could have very easily seen.
0: (laughs) I pray to God that Courtney has one more child so that we can see that play out. (laughs) Wait. also okay runner-up favorite moment when they are at i think it was at chloe's house and they're eating in the kitchen and, and courtney is eating that cookie and she goes there's nothing organic in your house for me to eat <laughs> <laughs> one yes they're it's they are millionaires wait, 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 no 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 kitchen. it's
1: it's chloe courtney's eating the cookie and then court courtney's eating the cookie and then chloe says there's nothing organic in my house for you to eat
0: no, no 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 there no it's courtney says there's nothing organic in this house for me to eat and chloe responds yes there is there are organic things in this kitchen for you to eat oh, you're right yeah and that right. was so hilarious i fucking died Oh, my God.
1: They love making fun of Courtney for her diet. But because
0: that avocado she's an drink idiot. So weird. She's an idiot. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyone who's like, I can only eat organic is a fucking idiot. Oh, my God. I hate organic food. She probably hates GMOs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she's probably like a GMO truther. <laughs> Just like Kylie
1: is a chemtrails truther. (laughs) We need that series of TED
0: Talks. (laughs) We need Chloe's TED Talk on the truth about UFOs. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Okay. There is a lot to look forward to in this upcoming season. (laughs) Absolutely. And we'll be here for every moment of it. Yes. Um, That having been said do you oh i guess we should i almost forgot i almost was like ashley sign us off but you have things to plug
1: oh i do don't i mm-hmm. um oh wait i also forgot what the sign off was but we can get to that in a second <laughs> <laughs> um i'm on a podcast called twin peaks peaks about the show twin peaks i host that with matthew olson Um, I also host a podcast called Yeah, I've Seen That with Sandra DeAnda, which is about movies. Um,
0: And you can find me on Twitter at Ashley Brant. Awesome. I um, host another podcast called I'm Always at Work, uh, and it's (laughs) about my real life and how I'm always at work. You can find me on Twitter uh, at Grand. Um, And that's it. I don't want you to find me anywhere else. (laughs) That's the only place where I'm funny. Um, The only appropriate place. Exactly. Keep an eye out this January for a special um, one-off podcast I think that we should do. Actually, we're going to do it. I'm telling you right now, Ashley. Our (laughs) reality show pitch podcast. Yes. We'll we'll call it a pilot. We'll see how it goes. Yes. Um, But with that having been said you don't remember the sign off i remember it
1: i remembered it damn i was gonna
0: be like what do you think it is but okay (laughs) there are just so
1: many iconic quotes exactly exactly but don't be fucking rude